studio where we go and like that's our job and yeah we have like great internet there yeah and it's because we have so many listeners that love to donate to our patreon (laughs) 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 please donate How's packing? How's I think we have like all the heavy stuff out there. We were we were loading some stuff up today and we got like all like some really, really heavy totes. Um and then like because we're weighing them all individually to see like uh-huh. where to put weight in the trailer. Um so yeah, I think we got all the really heavy stuff and then Josh is off tomorrow, so we're gonna get more tomorrow. Yeah. My back already hurts. <laughs> Oh boy, this sucks. <laughs> I'm so Good. happy for you, though. Do you want to see what I got myself? Yeah, I had I, I had a treat yourself moment. That's what's up. Is it a squishmallow? It's a squishmallow, Ron Weasley. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I love you so mood. much, buddy. <laughs> You should uh, do little ventures of Ron Weasley on your trip and, like, send me Snapchats of him. Um, I That's funny you say that because um, I actually was thinking about that today, but not with my Squishmallow. I have my favorite Lego of him um, where he's making his face. Oh, yeah. He, make, he truly makes the you best should do face. That. That's why I love him is because he makes the most iconic faces in all the movies. He's the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway that. um i know okay. you usually have a question for me but i want to ask you a question i and do not I today to because yeah oh, i don't well, have perfect. a question because you chose to take this you you had a question for me that's okay why. oh fudge what was my answer oh yeah i remember my answer okay so okay. you're in like it's it's like a moment like in a comedy movie where everything is going wrong and like the world is ending or you're about to die or just something bad is happening. You know what you know what's coming. And so you're like, I have to get out this last confession before okay. the world ends. Like, I love you. Or right, uh, right. I peed my pants until I was twelve. What would be your true or not true it doesn't matter it could just be like for like movie purposes comedy purposes what would be your confession okay uh so mine would be don't let anyone see my diary (laughs) okay do you have a diary no okay so what it would be is my entire adulthood I started writing this diary of confessions of things that I have done, but they're not real. (laughs) So like, I would be like, like this wild adventures that I have gone on, like super elaborate. Like I used to like hang out with like these druggies, like just this total different to Walmart. (laughs) Yeah. Like just these most outrageous stories that had happened to me in my life. But, like, talk about them as if it's so, like, nonchalant, like, not a big deal. And so when they read it, they're like, 
Did she have this? Like, I had no idea she had this like crazy. She was in a band. What? (laughs) She went on to, you know, just crazy things. And I think that would be fun. (laughs) Um, mine would be. I actually love Taylor Swift. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's a lie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're like, um, actually. I, 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 uh, it's, we were, I thought about that because I thought of my answer. My answer came before my, my question. And because we were at gymnastics and one of the coaches had their playlist on and it was all Taylor Swift. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. I will, I'll sing and dance to Taylor Swift and everything. Her, her songs are catchy, but, um, I looked over at Josh and I was like, what are we going to do if our kids are Swifties? <laughs> He's like, I don't really care. <laughs> I was like, what am I going to do? I'm just going to have to like convert. <laughs> you do, dude. That's it's, what I it's did. Like a, it's like a, a, what is it called? A cult. Yeah. And I now they have had... a whole bunch of football team player fan people. Well, listen. You know the Taylor Swift Super Bowl's coming up. Mm-hmm. So I don't it's know. I'm kind Facebook. of a, I'm pretty. I haven't. I'm I haven't for really been that. on Facebook. <laughs> so old for saying that. <laughs> I I haven't really been on Facebook. Like I'll get on if I get a notification or something. But like I haven't really been scrolling. Same with Instagram or um, TikTok. I don't go on Instagram, but I'm excited for the taylor swift uh super bowl we'll be traveling so i won't watch it actually we'll be in birmingham and i'm really really hoping if if michelle if we're there and if you're feeling up to it if you feel like making super bowl food um i would eat it just saying um especially um german potato salad Mm, that sounds good it's so good i will be I'm going to Vegas this weekend, and the Super Bowl is in Vegas. No, the Super Bowl is next weekend, though. Oh, but but it's next, right? Yeah, it's not this. So weekend. when this comes out, it when this comes out, Super Bowl is next weekend. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Because this yes. comes out this because we're recording late and I'm thrown off. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, it's just a very interesting. Um, how my dad said that everyone, like the Niners will already be there. So it's going to be popping. I'm going to be like partying with 49ers, like the actual Niners, Niners fans. (laughs) That's pretty cool. Super cool, dude. Um, who's going first this week? You go first. Okay. Share your neighborhood store then, my dude. All right. Looking for a local babysitter for three and a five-year-old Thursday at seven. Does not pay. Reward oh. will be in experience and exposure. exposure. And in parentheses, it says five-year-old going on America's Got Talent next month. Possibly famous-ish. <laughs> Like, really? You're, try- you're trying to, yeah? <laughs> Possibly. Not e- there's not even a promise there. Like, 
I mean, they're going on it. <laughs> so that's their 15 minutes of fame right there. If they even that's make it like, to the cut. <laughs> that's like saying like, hey, you know what? Will you watch my kid? I'm verified blue on Instagram. So basically my kid's famous too. Um, will you watch my kid? I have a podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> so does I'm... everyone in the world <laughs> oh boy also um babysitter looking for a local babysitter what do you want uh what's the other alternative to that brie <laughs> virtual yeah like <laughs> zoom <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> love that for them yep. okay so i'm really excited to share you my story this week um i'm gonna tell you about tyler hadley do you okay. know him nope you're never about heard to of get him. to know him very well so tyler hadley was born on december 16th 1993 in port st lucie florida Oh, Do you know where that is? My age. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, he was born to Blake and Mary Jo Hadley. He was born premature and w only weighed three pounds and ten ounces. Oh, well, baby. Um, yeah, he was kept in the NICU for about a month. His mother was an elementary school teacher. And it wasn't very clear about this, but it sounds like she couldn't. She had to, like, go back to work right away. Um, I'm not positive on that, but she did feel guilty that she couldn't be with him every moment while he was in the NICU. So I don't know if it was. Oh, yeah. I can't even imagine feeling that way. Yeah. I don't know if it was because she had to go to work or if it's just because it's the NICU. So you can't be there all the time. I don't know. But she had a lot of guilt for it. Um, Tyler also had an older brother named Ryan that was six years older than him. Growing up, Tyler had a lot of medical issues, um, but nothing life-threatening. He had, like, a thyroid problem and some other things. Um, but because of this, I think that his – the way that it – everyone said that he was, like, a mama's boy, but I feel like it's maybe because she was giving him this extra care because he had these medical problems and so he just, like, turned into a mama's boy because of that. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not making excuses for him, but he was a big big mama's boy. Okay. Um, he always okay. wanted to be with her. He, If he wasn't with her, he was like, where's mom? You know, that sort of stuff. Once he was in elementary school, Tyler was still a loving kid, especially, especially to his mom, but she, he suffered from anxiety. Um, oh, sorry. Side note. Speaking of anxiety, Alice, I think, had her first, not her first, because she had anxiety that we had to go through because of all of her trauma, but um, her first, I will say, authentic anxiety moment at the dance, like, not caused by trauma or PTSD, I guess. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so uh, she was at the dance, and she's like, Mom, I started crying because I got super claustrophobic. And I was like, ah, yes, anxiety. 
that's called social anxiety. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I was like, welcome to the club, baby. <laughs> Yeah, I felt that way a couple of weeks ago. Gymnastics, it was like super crowded there, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, there's too many people here. I have to leave." Yeah. I wanted to go outside in like negative ten degrees. You should have, dude. Don't put yourself through that if you don't Crazy. have to. Crazy. Um, welcome to the club, Alice. Yeah, welcome to the club. So, uh, so it he he's he suffered from anxiety uh and he stopped playing sports he quit all of his little hobbies that he had and if he did start a project like trombone or something he would like quit it pretty quickly um and he also struggled with acne like i said a thyroid condition and he also suffered from a bout of bulimia um and low self-esteem that was so much for a 10 year old dude yeah Oh my gosh, a 10-year-old. Yeah, he was in elementary school. Um, he was bulimic in, te- in 10? Yeah, I don't think it was like an intense uh, condition of it, but it was still there. It was still Aww. present. I need to go shut those dogs up. Hold on. Once I make my move, you're free. To check the king. No, run, no! What is it? He's going to sacrifice himself. No, you can't. There must be another way. You want to stop Snape from getting that stone or not? Harry, it's you that has to go on. I know it. Not me. Not Hermione. You. Just and so you know, I heard all of that. You did. <laughs> Do you have that cordless headphones on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Uh, about. <laughs> um. So he suffered from, you know, like I said, bulimia. Um. He, but he was also like a really small guy. Um. Maybe because of his thyroid, uh, he was just a small guy for his age. So. His mother's like, I know how to fix this. So she brought him to the doctor and they got, they put him on growth hormones, um, kind of like jumpstarting his growth spurts. He started these growth hormone pills, hopefully to help him with his confidence. But his peers was like, yo, this guy is super clingy with his mom. Um, And later on, one of his friends came out and said that one time he told his mother to shut up. And he immediately, oh. he immediately broke down crying because he felt so bad for talking to his mother that way. Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah. you should. Yeah, that's right. You shouldn't talk you to your mama like that. that. <laughs> um, his neighbors noticed, like, he was, he was a, a nice kid. Um, they always had something nice to say about him when he was younger and they would let him like house it and stuff like that. So he was like a trustworthy kid. Um, but the hormone pills did not work. And by 13, Tyler was getting into trouble at school and was a drinking. Oh, yeah. bad. Naughty, naughty. naughty. But wait, what, uh, by what age? 13. Oh my gosh. Was that when you started drinking, Brie? Because you're a hooligan? I mean... He then... 
So uh, he <laughs> would def- he would deface the public bathrooms, cars. No <laughs> he would uh, deface the bathrooms and cars. He would throw shoe polish everywhere, which is an interesting choice. Um, he would break windows, steal Christmas lights, you know, just messing around with people's things. And by 15, Tyler had moved on to marijuana and pills. So moving up, you know, moving up. Yep. Uh, Gotta gotta try them all. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon. It's like Pokemon. (laughs) 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 Gotta try Uh, them all. Get the drugs. Sorry. I'm done. (laughs) He would take anything he could get his hands on, like Percocet, Oxy. Uh, what is the one with an N? Naprox. That's that's a no. pain relief. <laughs> I was just thinking. I was just thinking narcotic. I think narco, narco. Yeah, you know, narco. Mm-hmm. Norco. Yeah. So one time, one of his neighbors saw Tyler smoking marijuana and told his mom, um, and she was like, nah, "I don't believe you," which is such a bizarre. Like, not my I don't angel. Know. No, that's exactly what she was like. There's my boy is so perfect. He would never do something like that. Um, and two weeks after that incident, Tyler and some friends dragged or they took a couch down to the wildlife preserve and set it on fire. Um, and yeah, for fun, um, police and fire departments were called and they got a slap on their wrist. Um, there was a story from classmates that Tyler also would moo in biology class. <laughs> what? Which is very bizarre. Uh, not, and it wasn't like to be, so from the sounds of it, it wasn't to be like a class clown. It was just to like disturb the piece. Just to be a know? dick. Just, yeah, exactly. Um... <laughs> So he also started skipping school. He hung out with a rough crowd of kids. You know, he also struggled with his grades. Finally, after months of marijuana, alcohol, and pill cocktails Tyler was taking, his mother was like, maybe my perfect angel is not doing so great. So she tried to steer him into the right, on the right track. She would, you know, keep close eyes tabs on him she had a gps on his phone mind you this is 2011 Uh, no not to uh yes this is 2011 so he's 17 by this point she's right keeping uh track tabs on his phone she would you know take away privileges like his phone um or court view if he misbehaved she would call the school to make sure he got there you know just keeping a close eye on on him um But this honestly just made him more mad and resented her more and his behavior became more erotic. So in which little side quest here today, Alice was giving me nothing but issues because she wanted me to take her to go get Boba. And I was like, I'm not going to take you to go get Boba. Like we just bought your Nana a cake, a printer, flowers because her birthday's tomorrow happy birthday happy late birthday my dad happy birthday um and so i'm like no dog like i'm not every time we go out you don't need to get something like a treat and she was throwing me such a bad attitude about it and i was like dude like do you think that 
at treating me this way is going to make me yeah. want to get you something. Exactly. You're not I heading in the right direction if you want no. to get something. Yeah. So I like, it made me think when I was giving her this lecture, it made me think of my story. And I was like, Tyler, that's not how you can't act out like that. You can't know? always get what you want. Yeah. But if you try um, sometimes, you can get what you, you need. You get what you need. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, where was I? So, in late April 2011, Tyler was 17. He got into a fight at his friend's house. Um, must have been a pretty bad fight because he got arrested and was charged with aggravated battery and because he had a juvenile record, he was actually, because he was convicted for burglary a couple of years before, right? he was sentenced to a week in jail, followed by two weeks of house arrest. Dang. Yeah. So he's just being naughty. Um, for punishment, because she punished him on top of jail, which I think is fair. Right. Um but the punishment wasn't that great. She took away his phone. She's like, hmm, I'm going to take your phone away too. Solid. I'm not, not, so I, I am acting like I'm like making fun of this mom or, or whatever, but I just feel like her punishment wasn't like ever, like she was just being too soft on him. Right. That's why like, I'm kind of mocking her anyways. So she took away his cell phone and Tyler was pretty open about his resentment towards his parents on to his friends. So he kept his friends updated through the computer on Facebook Messenger how angry he was with his parents and how he must how and how much he hated them and wished that they were dead. You dick. Yeah. So and his friends for the most th most part th thought he was just like blowing smoke, right? Like okay, dude, like we all hate our parents. Yeah. Join the club. Right? 17. Um he later admitted that the thoughts of them dying started out small, like kind of like he first wished that they weren't my parents. Then it went to, I wish they were dead. And then it started like, he started having these very vivid thoughts, how he would kill them. And just like the severity of the thoughts, it started off like every once in a while, like when he was mad to like, to the point where he was wishing that they were dead every single day. And then he started thinking about killing them daily. Oh my gosh. These parents sound like they've been nothing but good to him. Yeah. Yeah. So, which is so sad. So around June, 2011, Tyler's older brother, Ryan, moved out to pursue a career in North Carolina. And in July, that was a very busy month for the Hadley family. Mary Jo and Blake admitted Tyler to a substance abuse program because they love him and they know he needs help. But Tyler yeah, saw this good as, parents. Yeah. But they Tyler's cared. like. No, Tyler didn't think so. Tyler's like, you hate me. You're punishing me for my choices. This is my life, not yours. Get out of it, blah, 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 blah. So Tyler didn't participate in the activities that he needed to to get better. He just sat there like a stump on the log or whatever. Is it a stump on the log? Uh, a bump no, on the log? No, it's not. I think it's a bump on the log. <laughs> <Stump> <laughs> I don't know. doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, mean, I get... 
Yeah, no, no, it doesn't. No, because a stump <laughs> is a log, isn't it? A bump on a log. Yeah, a stump is yeah. like a a log that's still in the ground. Yeah, like it, it, you cut like the almost of the tree, all the tree off, the bottom of yeah. the tree. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's a stump on a log. <laughs> so what is odd though, Bree, is his mother was telling everyone that he was like oh he's doing so good like yeah he's over the hurdle he kicked the habits he's happy which wasn't the case at all tyler was not participating in the activities that he needed to so it was very bizarre like i understand saving face right and like trying to make make it look right. like things are better but right <sighs> i get that because like if you've ever i don't know if i if you've ever been in a relationship or if or even a friendship, like relationship, like with a couple or a friendship and you make excuses for that person right. and you are constantly like up talking them and trying not to tell your family, yeah. like all these bad things that they're doing or how they're bad people. But like you on the inside, know, And yes. it's just like you, you hope that they're going to do better. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I completely I've get been that. in situations like that. And it's like, and then finally, like one day it hits you and you're like, man, talking to my mom, this, this person's a piece of dump. Like they <laughs> suck. <laughs> this and this and this has been going on for months. I, I completely get that. Cause you just, you, you hope that they get better so that you don't have to share those demons yeah. with other people. And you don't want other yeah. people to judge someone that you love or Correct. care about. That you love. Yeah, oh, and then that's always going to be the one thing that they think about. So it's like, okay, we'll, mm -hmm. we'll see. We'll see how heavy this gets. Yeah. So, uh... sorry, Robin. I didn't realize she was in the window. She scared me. <laughs> <laughs> so she's telling these people this. So Tyler's back home and something happened causing his mother to take his phone away from him again. And so Tyler messaged his friend on Facebook Messenger through his computer and said, basically, my mom is a see you next Tuesday. She is dead. I am going to kill her. Oh, my gosh. I know. So that's like a week. A great word to use. That's low, man. There's a coworker that uh, oh, she's an intern at my work. Oh, sorry, Leon. And she she works Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursdays. And so on Thursdays, when she's leaving, she's like, all right, see you guys next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> and the first, like, couple times she said it, I was, I would, like, ask my coworkers, I'd be like, does she know what that means? Because she's, like, <laughs> a, she's a high schooler, right? So I'm sure they don't say <laughs> stuff like that anymore. <laughs> and uh, so once she came in, I was like, do you know what that means? And she's like, yeah, that's why I say it. I was like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I've told you that whenever we had an office and uh, on open only on Tuesdays in a really rough part of town, uh, my coworkers would say that to patients or people that they didn't like. And so <laughs> while they were checking out, if they were give gave us a hard time and they were just terrible people, she'd be like, yeah. all right, well, I'll see you next Tuesday if they had like a follow up. And then we're just like, <laughs> but some of them would get it and they're like. Hey, and we're like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. That's not what I meant. <laughs> Your follow-up sex, you say. 
Oh my gosh. Okay. So, uh, so he messaged his friend and was like, yeah, she's dead to me. Uh, a week later, Tyler, his dad and his grandfather all went to Georgia for a family reunion and they actually seemed to have like a decent time. There was like no fighting, no issues, nothing to cause any problems. But Tyler, before he left, Tyler had hid some tools under his bed, like cutting shears, a hammer, just like suspicious tools. Like okay. you don't need that in your bedroom. Yeah, no. Um, a few <laughs> a few days later, Tyler met with his psychiatrist, who would later recall that there was no signs of psychosis or anything. During the visit, he seemed fine. And then two days later, Tyler tried to kill his parents for the first time. Oh, my God. First? Um, they, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he, <clears throat> they were asleep in their bed, and he stood over them, and he held, had held hedge-trimming shears and was going to stab them, but he couldn't do it. That sucks. I know. That would be such a terrible way to go. Oh, my God. Ow. Okay. Anyway, so he couldn't do it. Yeah. He couldn't do it. Also, the thought, could you imagine, like, waking up and you see your kid just standing over you with shears? Did they see him? you're just like, no. No. So he admitted it? But just the thought. Yeah. He told told the peoples. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I get freaked out when my kid comes in the bedroom to tell me about their dream. So just two days later, Tyler tried to kill. Oh, sorry. I just said that. So the next day, July 16th, his parents spent the morning going to the local farmer's market, which is so Dorbs. Um, and like a lot of kids his age, Tyler poured out a lot of his thoughts on Facebook. But on this morning, he talked to his friends about actually going through with things following through with things and then he told them that he was actually going to kill his parents and his friends are like nah you can't do it or like you're actually gonna follow through this time like but you know things just we should be talking about that stuff yeah, on no. facebook also how did that no. not get flagged yeah you know? was that like a post it was a post. It's like those cringe posts that you see come up 10 years later. You're yes. like, ah. like, oh, my God, I wanted to kill my parents 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> His Facebook oh my memories God. are My horrid. mom is so annoying. <laughs> I'm going to go stand over her with some shears. <laughs> so it was it was definitely giving mixed signals his friends' responses. I do truly believe that his friends didn't think that he was actually going to go through with it yeah or maybe they're all just sick in their head and they're egging him on i don't know so on our so at 11 25 a.m tyler texted a friend saying that his parents would be gone later then he texted to talk to his best friend michael um and said that he was definitely going to kill his parents So Michael was his best friend in the world, did not take, he didn't take him seriously. He did not take Tyler seriously at all. Um, Number one, he, you know, obviously he's heard this before. He's like, all right, Tyler, cool. Um, What are you doing later? Um, And then he (laughs) also, I think he thought that his friend might have, 
you know, might rant and rave, but ultimately was never actually going to do anything. So by 150, so he told Facebook that this was going to happen. He told his best friend that he, this was going to happen. And on at 115 PM, Tyler posted on Facebook because that's his favorite place in the world. And it said, quote, party at my crib tonight, dot, 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 maybe. Um, which, uh, I guess Tyler did talk about how, like all week long, he was talking about having a party at his house. So people were like, okay, but Tyler also wasn't popular. He really only had a select few friends, but you're going to have a party at your house. Everyone is your friend, man. Right. Right. So, uh, shortly before 5 p.m., Tyler takes his parents' credit cards and phones and hides them so that they can't find them. He takes three ecstasy pills, which seems like a lot. I yeah. Know oh my about god! <laughs> I don't either. But I'm in the movies. They always just take like they one at a time. <laughs> Holy crap! I don't know, but you said he was a drug addict, so maybe his tolerance yeah, maybe. was really high. And he was a small guy, too. (laughs) He was a small... Well, by now, he is, like, six foot something. Like, eventually things. (laughs) Still. So, uh, he takes (laughs) ecstasy pills. um, And he listens to some rap music. Gets himself all hyped up. Let's the pills... (laughs) Let the pills kick in. And then he goes and gets the hammer that he had under his bed he walks up behind his mother and attacks her repeated repeatedly he uses both sides of the ham the nail hammer i should say oh no um he hits her roughly 47 times oh my god and then yeah tyler later said that his mom like turned around at one point and was like why are you doing this tyler which is so sad oh my gosh um, the coroner stated that after reviewing her body, she was awake and alive for every single one of those hits. Oh, poor mom. I know. Oh, my gosh. Uh, after he stopped, she made... Yeah. After he stopped, she made an attempt to crawl away from the spot that he attacked her, but but she eventually died. Um, His dad opened the bedroom door. And mind you, like, this is all happening within, like, seconds. Okay? Like, you hit somebody over, like, it's just, like, boom, 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 right? Like, it's not, he's not taking his time. He's doing this very quickly. So, while this is happening, his dad opens the door. He, Tyler had just stopped uh, attacking his mom. Uh, And the dad kind of, like, saw what was going on. And, like, stood there for, like, probably what felt like a century, but it was probably, it was only, like, a milliseconds. He went to turn and run away, but Tyler ultimately, like, caught up to him and started attacking him also. What, do you want to listen to her? He just, Leon just knocked down my headphones, my my <laughs> other one. He's like, I want to hear. <laughs> Hi, Leon. Oh, I um, miss him. So he ended up attacking his dad uh, roughly 39 times. Oh, my gosh. So after the parents were dead, Tyler dra- drug his parent, his mother from where she died, 
put her next to his dad. Both of them were face down. He covered their heads with towels and placed the hammer between their bodies in the bedroom. Tyler then took contents from the house and piled on on top of the bodies. Things like dining chairs, mirrors, items from a dresser, important documents, anything that you could think of. He just like piled it on top of their bodies. Um, making it so that you actually couldn't even see that there were bodies under all this contents. This is very bizarre. Okay. That's weird. So, uh, yeah. So after this, he spends the next three hours attempting to clean up the mess. He then takes a shower. He gets ready, took some cash out of his parents' wallet. He had a friend go get booze for the party. And around 9 PM, people started to come to the house because he's got a party to throw. Yeah. Um, at first, ecstasy. <laughs> um, at first, maybe there was like 10 people, but at some point, the party grew to about 60 kids. Um, and Tyler was never the life of the party, um, especially here. He had just killed his parents, so he's like not doing great, right? At first, uh, it was almost extinctual. He was, like, asking people not, not to smoke inside, you know, use a coaster, do these things, like, so that I can cover it up and my parents won't realize that I had a party, right? But throughout the night, he was like, nah, I don't need to do that. And so he's like, do whatever you want. And so people, he let people smoke inside. They were putting cigarette butts out on furnitures and on the floor. There was beer bottles and stuff all over the floor um and if you're in high school and your friend's like yeah you can put that out on the on the couch that's fine would you be like hey man uh your parents coming home not worried about that like yeah i would be and, like um no because i'm not a terrible person yeah um who does that but, <laughs> um so he was like oh they're like, are you sure your parents are coming back in a couple days? Like, you're not worried about this mess? And he was just like, meh, I don't care. Um, some people did ask him where his parents were. He gave a bunch of different excuses. Oh, they're in Orlando. They're in Georgia. He did tell some people that his parents actually didn't even live at that house and it was his. Um, no one really questioned the fact that his parents' cars were outside, though. Um Around 10 p.m., he drove his dad's truck and to go pick up some more friends for the party, including his best friend, Michael. Later, his friend said that he wasn't acting any different than normal. Um, I was hoping he, he was going to, like, jump on you. <laughs> <laughs> um, he wasn't acting any, you know, he wasn't acting different than normal. Uh, he didn't seem nervous. There was nothing as far as they were concerned going on and um, that anything was really wrong with him. He seemed like a kid hosting a party. Um, one person at the party later said that they tried to get into the master bedroom where his parents were and noticed that it was locked and that there was something that appeared to be ooze or goop um, under the doorway and it looked like a black smear, almost like black paint, you know, was kind of like in the doorway of the door. Right. Um, at one fifteen in the morning, somebody at the party asked Tyler, you know, 
what the they said what are the house rules and he said do whatever you want and some kids are playing beer pong and the ball landed in that blood that i just talked about that ooze oh. in the bed because they had a ranch house so like the bedroom was kind of like where everybody was kind of partying okay um and so the ball landed in the blood and they're like that's gross and just kind of dipped it in water, washed it off, and kept playing. Please don't tell me you let it dip in. Please tell me that you were drinking out of your own cup and not like the individual cups like you're like you're originally supposed to. That's gross. <laughs> so gross. Um, so the party started to dwindle down. And at one point, Tyler pulls his best friend, Michael, aside and asks him to go for a walk. On the walk, he confessed to Michael about everything that he had done and went into detail about killing his parents. Um, Michael didn't believe him. He was like, this is a stupid, sick joke, dude. Like, why would you joke about this? Um, but then Tyler started to show him the evidence. Um, like, the cars are in their driveway, the shoe print in the garage, the floor stamped, um, or there's a shoe print in the garage with like blood stamp on it. Um, there's blood spatter on the ground outside the master bedroom. And Michael's like, no, like this is a really stupid, elaborate, stupid, sick joke that you're doing. I don't like it. Stop it. So Tyler's like, all right. So he takes him around the back of the house where um, the like the door to the backyard to the, from the master bedroom was and he because he didn't want to open the front the other door right people would probably lock from the inside yeah um so he forces the door open to his parents and that's where michael was able to see under the pile of junk tyler's dad's body god so traumatizing dude Instead of freaking out, though, and leaving, Michael knew that this was the last night he was ever going to spend with his friend. And so Tyler and Tyler also knew this. He knew he was either going to go away for a long time or he was going to take his own life. So Michael stuck around with him, with his friend, and they even took a selfie together. Um, That's a good friend. It's really sad, dude. It's a good friend, but so sad. Like, you know, like, instead of freaking out, like, I really just need to spend my last, like, couple hours with this dude before he goes away forever. Yeah. That's so sad. But also, like, maybe he was trying to stop him from, like, killing himself or something. And he's like, all right, let's not freak out and make this worse. It's funny that you didn't mention that. So. Oh, okay. Um, Around... 2 p.m. or 2 a.m. neighbors started to get ticked off by the noise level so the police were called within minutes police showed up the party died down like quite a bit so there really was only about 20 kids or so left and the officers rang the doorbell they were like hey turn it down Tyler's like all right no big deal we'll turn it down right before he left for the night at 2 30 Michael took the pills Tyler had that Tyler had, and he was worried that he was going to use those pills to kill himself, so he hid them. Okay. Good friend. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, uh, Michael left, 
And at 4.24 a.m., Michael anonymously reported Tyler's confession to Crime Stoppers. Good for him. (sighs) I'm getting chills. So by 4.32, police were notified. 4.40 a.m., Tyler posted on Facebook, party at my house again. Hit me up. But the police were already at his house by when he was posting that to Facebook. They also saw him in the window pacing back and forth, talking to himself. They said that he was, like, very disturbed. He, They also said that he was taking stacks of books from a bookshelf near the front door and going towards the back of – to the back bedroom and just, like, flinging them into the bedroom, which is really weird. Okay. Um, Tyler – So the officers knock on the door um, and Tyler turns off all the lights and then answers the door. When the officer sees his hand hidden behind his back, the officer pulled his gun, um, which I understand. When the officer asked Tyler if his parents were home, he says no. But the police had already ran the car plates knowing that they belonged to Tyler's parents. So they know he was lying. So they handcuff him and enter the house. They start to go towards the back bedroom and Tyler screams, you can't go in there. Don't go in there. Please, officer, don't. And the officers are like, they're definitely going to go in there now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because you asked us not to. (laughs) So the officer saw the blood outside of the room. Um, The door was locked, so they had to force it open and they started moving the things on top of the bodies and Brie, the dogs were hiding under the bed. Oh, they're dogs. That's all. Poor puppies. <laughs> Luckily, Aww. he didn't do anything to them, though. Yeah. Um, oh and God, it mommy would. And daddy. Oh, it ultimately took the police five days to fully process the crime scene because of everything that he did. Um, and the funeral for Blake and Mary Jo were was attended by a thousand people. And in 2014, Tyler pleaded no contest, which is also like I am uh, pleading guilty to both counts of first degree murder with a weapon. The sentencing hearing took about two weeks. And at that point, Tyler was almost 18 years old. They thought he deserved two life sentences. They said it was premeditated murder. So in prison, Tyler got his GED. But he was a young kid, and so he did get into some type, some trouble in jail. He was caught smoking weed. He was caught having shanks. Um, and at one point, he autographed a picture with three fellow inmates with the caption, I don't know if you're a fan, but you should be. It's hammer time. Which is very disturbing. Whoa, that's dope. Yeah, so Tyler's sentencing But also, I was... wonder if anyone bought it. Well, it was like someone gave him an autograph of him, like a, a photo of him and three other inmates and said, hey, can you sign this? Which was really weird. That is really weird. Yeah. So Tyler's sentencing was required to review for a new law that was passed regarding juveniles. And the judge took one look at it and was like, no, dog, that's whack. He knew what he was doing. So he's still in jail serving two life sentences. Um, 
So Brian Hadley, his brother, or Brian Hadley, his brother, had written a book about the whole thing, and it's called A Thousand Fireflies, if anyone wants to read it. And the house stayed abandoned until 2015 when it was demolished and leveled. And that is the story of Tyler Hadley. I wonder why it was demolished. Because really horrible that things happened. happened in there, Bree. Things, horrible things happen at lots of homes and they don't demolish them. You're right. Yeah, that that like, was pretty messed up. Yeah. I'm sorry, I can't get over the fact. He saw that and said it's hammer time. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> but it's so sad for the person. But but for the you have the same sense of humor as I do. And like if something <laughs> happens, like we just joke about it. It's so sad. <laughs> it's- <laughs> Oh, so man. That's not okay, if he, guys. It's too if funny. He, if he, like, gave that back to me, I would be like, you're so dumb. I'd be like, I can't oh. take this. But <laughs> this this uh, feels like evidence that I can't. I just can't. I'm going to go to hell. Anyway. <laughs> I am glad because that new law that passed that required all judges to review juvenile cases with severe charges and like basically it's like is this is this person eligible for rehabilitation right Right. and hopefully that law is making those judges relook at their cases and like lessen their jail time or their sentencing and everything and that that judge is like no 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 you're you're in jail forever Mm -hmm. so i am very thankful for that yeah yeah and you know it could be like a maturity thing or like just a trauma thing something that they grow out of or i don't know but yeah yeah that's that makes sense so the judge yeah i didn't really go a whole lot depth into it but okay there you are i didn't go a whole uh research a whole lot into that resentencing but the judge did say that i read was like this guy was almost 18 years old he talked about killing his parents multiple times to multiple people like he knew exactly what he was doing this was not a mental break this wasn't he could he very much could have a mental illness but this was not a mental break right yeah this was somebody that really just grew up and decided to kill your parents what's your story i want to hear it all right so um this (laughs) when i grow up um so I figured since I will be in Canada when this comes out, I would do a story from Canada. Okay. And I'm going to do the Ottawa jail slash hostel um, in Ontario, Canada. Oh, Ottawa, Canada. Ontario, Canada. You know, every time I hear their anthem, I always think of um, Princess Diaries. <laughs> Yes, I know. <laughs> oh, Canada, <laughs> the land I call my own. <laughs> Genovia. You know, uh... <laughs> oh, 
forever. <laughs> I think but... of that song every freaking time. <laughs> I want to go to the pavilion, the Canada Pavilion in Epcot because I haven't gone since they redid it, but. Oh, dang it. I'm Mora. What's her name? Moira? Catherine O'Hare. Catherine O'Hare. Yeah. And uh, her husband in the show. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Damn it. Yeah, him. They they redid it and they sing that song. <laughs> they sing O Canada or they sing Genovia? Sing... <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Genovia because it's a real country. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay but who else grew up thinking that that was a real country anyway geography was not on my specialty so <laughs> but they like talk about canada and then they sing that song and it's oh, interesting it's like cute. a little video <laughs> yeah Aww, i love them it's dude just love them okay all right all righty so the ottawa jail was constructed constructed in 1862 and it sat it was originally known as hang on let me make my screen a little bit bigger originally known as the nicholas street jail which um every time i kept on researching it it would say g-a-l-o like gallo and i was like what the fuck is a gallo not you like not gallows, what a gallo is not like hanging not like that and so i had to look oh. it up and it's how they spell jail it's in jail. Canada? I guess. I guess it's another way to spell jail. Nope. That doesn't sound right. You guys need to take care of yourselves. <laughs> you know, every language <laughs> is stupid. Okay. So. That's for sure. Especially <laughs> the English. <laughs> it's so stupid. All right. So it was originally known as the Nicholas Street Jail next door to the courthouse connected by a tunnel. So pretty convenient. Get your bad yeah. guys in the courthouse and then send them on over to the jail. That's how ours um, is. Oh, well, that's pretty smart. I never thought about that. And I was like, I wonder if it's like that everywhere. So probably no, it's not. a lot like, of places. Oh, okay. Fairbanks. Fairbanks, if you're getting arraigned, and like if it's not for trial, but you're getting arraigned, you just do it by video conference. Um, oh. You stay in the jail. But if you have to go there for, like, a sentencing or for trial or for whatever other reason, they have, like, little vans that you Bring sit in handcuffs in. and stuff. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So the jail housed murderers, the mental ill, of course, and yes. those incarcerated for minor things like drunk and disorderly. Sure. Uh, it would hold up. Or it held up to 150 prisoners at one time. Mm -hmm. um, it was nice. definitely overcrowded, which oh, of course, surprise, it surprise. Uh, so it's like it held like 400. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, it held men, women, and even children. And they, uh, <laughs> I know. Why are we putting are kids the, in jail? <laughs> why are the babies getting drunk and disorderly? <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, this kid <laughs> took my toy. <laughs> <laughs> and so I showed him who's boss. <laughs> and I took his pudding. <laughs> um, so they all had to be split between like 60 small cells and 30 slightly bigger ones. And then they had like six solitary confinement. And this is for 150 people. Like that is oh not enough room. 
No. Obviously, this made for rough, inhumane conditions, um, sure. which led to malnourishment, disease, uh, killing off many of the prisoners, having their own, they had their own grave site on the property. And it also, like, later they found that, like, a lot of the graves were unmarked. So, oh boy. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, along with many other executions, this place was famously the site where over 5,000 people gladly witnessed the hanging of a Patrick J. Whalen on February 11th, 1869 for the assassination of Thomas D. R. C. McGee, who was, Who's I that? guess, a cop. I guess he was a cop and everybody was pissed that he killed this cop. What did he do, though? Like, what did the cop do to deserve it? I have questions. Before I can support this, I did not look deep into this. This is a true right. crime area. That's look okay. it up, Frizzle. All right, <laughs> Frizzle. I just was... I want to know. Like, is there a reason it's... why five hundred so people it, went? I mean, five thousand. So, 5, and it wasn't like, and that was like in the eighteen hundreds. Five thousand freaking people That's showed so up. So many people. I know. There was I that was many like, people I'm... back then. I'm second guessing now. Is that a typo? No, it's definitely not a typo because I remember being surprised to see 5,000 on there. No, that's that 5, so people, many people. Right? Also, it was in Ontario. So, like, Ontario is a pretty big city, I believe. So, honestly, the officer probably deserved it, dude. Uh, maybe. Probably not, though, because 5,000 people were supporting. They were going there to support the officer and they were wanting to watch this guy die. I'm just saying that the officer probably deserved it. You know, probably, you know, know, back in the day, they were um, pretty rough. So you, you might not be wrong. I don't know. They're rough now, dude. <laughs> okay. Go so, ahead. so <laughs> there were so many issues with this that this guy couldn't even be put to rest in his family's plot in, uh, in like Montreal. So there were like the judge was afraid that there would be like riots coming there. So they had to put him in a secret undisclosed location, which I guess they, we still don't know where he is. So I don't know, maybe he's in one of those marked, unmarked plots because I think he's on the ground somewhere. Um, in 1972, the jail was closed. I know there's not a whole lot in between there, but that's That's the biggest stuff I can give you. Um, yeah. But in 1972, the jail was closed only to be purchased just like a year later by a hosteling international company. They preserved the jail and basically like kept it as is and like obviously sanitized the shit out of everything and cleaned stuff. I hope so. Put some, you know, probably modern electricity in and then they used it as like a hostel. Um, Interesting. Yeah, it's, um, I guess, a great place to get a little r&r rest and rot recovery rest and roar i i don't know r&r rest and, rest and relaxation it's, anyway yeah rest Boom. and recovery i thought that Crickets. was such a funny joke thanks that was Crickets. so funny that was the <laughs> funniest joke you've ever i literally made. laughed out loud when i typed that <laughs> just like that but i, I was like <laughs> Because <laughs> when you go on vacation, you go to get a little R and R, rest and relaxation. Uh huh. And I was saying rest and like you know another R word. Oh my gosh! Rest I thought rot. you were saying rest, not rust. No, I said rest. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> oh my god! I'm making right. this joke. Anyway. Oh, 
joke is painful. All right. <laughs> cut out. No, I like I'm it. I'm not it's cutting good. any of that out. Please don't cut it out. <laughs> All right. So on to the paranormal. <laughs> this is paranormal. <laughs> All right. So this, with this now being a hostel, it's pretty evident the guests are bound to experience something spooky. Um, it's been said that Patrick Whalen has been seen walking the halls toward the gallows. Oh my. Um, cause they do, I don't know if I mentioned, they do have their gallows on site. I think it's in the basement. Yeah. I figured there was because there was a graveyard yeah. on site. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, in the solitary, solitary confinement, visitors have reported feelings of dis shut up. Sorry. I'm not talking. My computer's telling me I have too much screen time that I'm using. Um, <laughs> like, don't tell me what to do, Apple. All right. In solitary confinement, visitors have reported feelings of despair and negative energy. Spring your crystals. Sorry. Um, where the gallows still sit, guests have heard footsteps, disembodied voices, and other disembodied noises. In the lounge where the women and children used to be held, you could hear crying children and screaming, um, as oh well as knocking on doors and footsteps. Other experiences include like EMF readings, temperature drops, yada, yada. Um. Lots of different unexplained noises. And also, it's like an old metal jail. There's metal everywhere. So, I mean, maybe some of it can be explained by a lot of that. And oh, from sure. all the reviews I re I read, none of these, like, cells are, like, closed off. You're in the open, super exposed. So, like, you hear when people get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom because the bathroom's, bathroom is communal. So, yeah. some of the noises could be explained by that. Um, so, and when maybe you say people every just getting spooked. When you say everything is open, is it kind of like the jail cells, um, the gin pop in Orange is the New Black? I'm trying to remember what those look like. Like they're just like brick walls that are like yes. halfway up. Yeah, okay. but I think they have a door. But from what some of the reviews said, you could see underneath it and you can see on top. So it's like a shower door, almost like a, yeah, like a, like a, like a barn, stall. like a, like a Western door. But metal, like, I think. Like a bathroom stall. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, exactly like that. Okay. okay. So um, I did get quite a few. Um, Yelp! I'm scared reviews. I'm scared. Okay, this first one is from Beyond Salsa, and they gave five stars. Thank you, Beyond Salsa. And this was in July of 2020. And it says, oh, wonderful historical stay. Hold on. This wait a second. Stop. Why is this person traveling in July of 2020? Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was in mm -hmm. the summertime. We were wait, all. Oh, yeah. We were all, like. We were all masked up and told to stay home. I traveled in 2020. In um, so did I. Let's see, 2020. It was in the winter of 2020, though, through Canada, actually. I traveled yep. twice in the winter of 2020. I just did it once, <laughs> but it was because we had to move. Um, yeah, right. Okay, so I didn't even realize. <laughs> Sorry, that. you're good. You're like, Hold up. Um, I was trying to put myself this place where is I would 100 haunted. The uneasy feeling and the presence of something is definite. All in all, was a wonderful experience. We will definitely be back. Hopefully not during COVID. All right. 
This one I found yeah. on Facebook and it said every or it's from a Facebook page called Everything Paranormal. What are you doing, cat? Um that's a really weird title of a website. Everything Everything Paranormal. paranormal what are you it's doing, a, cat? It's a oh. She's going underneath <laughs> a blanket. It's really weird. She doesn't do that normally. I think she, she's probably cold, you ding dong. Use the bed that I got you. Anyway, this was an old jail. It was also the place that the last public hanging took place on the third uh, took place on the third floor. Sorry, my screen is not wide enough. On the third floor, you will feel an eerie presence presence watching you. Stop scratching on the blanket. In the shower room, you get into the shower, take it as normal, get out to see your clothes scattered all over the hallways on the floor. It cannot be a person because all the Ooh. people were gone and the doors are heavy ones that you can hear opening no matter what. The doors are known to lock themselves, although the locks were removed. You can hear the voices screaming and moaning for help. The hostel hosts oh. a ghost tour of the building. Um, I'd be so annoyed the, with all my clothes all scattered everywhere. So would I, especially on the bathroom floor. That's gross Public and wet. bathroom floor? Oh. Like nasty. Anyway, this next one is from an Anissa on Google, and they said, "Just wondering, did anyone hear? Did anyone else hear men screaming and yelling loudly in the middle of the night? I was here a few <laughs> years ago with a group of twenty people, and no one else heard anything but me. I also woke up in the middle of the night and puked. Don't know if it was related to the haunting haunted experience or not. Probably it sounds wasn't. like you ate something bad, but." <laughs> The um, men crying thing sounds terrible. I don't know what this username means, but it says or is quirkling on Google. Uh, okay. An absolutely wonderful experience. Toured it with the Haunted Walk service and managed to get readings on my EMF reader. So I nice. was ecstatic at that. This one is from a Sanchet on San Sanchet Sanchet on Google. Um, okay. scary. What else can I say? That's you it. Say a and lot then more, actually. The owners responded to it and they said, well, not scary enough as you gave five stars. Ha ha ha. <laughs> but that is perfect. The hostel shouldn't be scary. We don't want it to be that for sure. Or that is for sure. Thanks for the great review, Sanchit. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> thanks for the five stars. <laughs> I it, it was scary. What else can I say? You could say a lot more. Actually, can you elaborate? What was scary about it? Was there I mean, a murderer there? Clearly, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. <laughs> all right, this one is from a Reddit user, and it says this all happened when I was nine or ten years old. I was living with my mother, sister, and stepfather-in-law in low-income housing in a small, slummy suburb in Ottawa. I went okay. to a crappy school on Alta Vista Road and that I despised with almost all of my being. There's a little background story on this. Originally behind a small town down home Small, originally behind a small town down home girl, I didn't really fit in with my cowboy boots and slight country twang in my voice. As I don't think I, we need to know all this for a review. I know. I know. As I off, it wasn't a review. It was someone's story. Oh, someone's story. Gotcha. Um, sorry. This is not a Yelp. I'm scared review. It's just a Reddit, you know, experience. Oh, okay. Um, you said Reddit. I'm sorry. Sorry. 
As I often ended up alone, no matter where my class was in the classroom on group projects, I worked alone, partner games in the gym. I did with the teacher and field trips were spent wandering behind the group in solitude. That's so sad. Um, We were on a field trip in the downtown area of Ottawa, touring historical buildings. And the last stop on the tour is a bit of an attraction in Ottawa, the haunted youth hostel, otherwise known as the uh, Nicholas Street Jail. They spelled jail okay. the wrong way again. Um, the Ottawa Jail. <laughs> they spelled jail the Wait, wrong way. Hold on. Did they spell it wrong? Yeah. They spelled it G-A-L-L. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> jail. But it, if you say it, if you say it, it's correct. But it's not. But G doesn't go J. G goes J. Or G goes G. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it's just like, Yeah. And G, G goes J only if it's like G E or G I or G Y. Like gesture. Wait, does it? No, because like gate is G A. So I was trying to figure out if maybe like if it's with vowels, but no. Go is go. Stupid. Anyway, <laughs> it's, this is literally me every single week. I have to teach my child English. Okay. <laughs> this and this is our English. <laughs> this podcast. is my rant. <laughs> This place has been a prison from 1862 to 1972 when it was closed down and bought by a hosteling company that converted all but the top floor of the building. The top floor had been the prison's death row. All the cells still sit preserved and intact, and the gallows can be seen just outside the cell block by a flight of by the flight of stairs behind safety glass, of course. Um, this top floor is now the final stop on Ottawa's annual Halloween haunted walks tour around the Ooh, creepiest fun. place of downtown. These cells had been the final home to assassins, murders, and the like, you know, happy club of psychos and creeps. Ooh. Before we were sent to have their short drop, before they were sent to have their short sudden drop and stop. Um <gasps> You know, it's okay. my favorite sign. What? For a sudden, uh, short drop and a sudden stop. Oh, is that a thing? Yes, it's from Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, okay. okay. So on the right. Hey, rest and relaxation, R&R. Anyway. <laughs> the, the On the right, Pirates of the Caribbean. In the beginning, you go down a little drop, right? Don't roll your eyes at me. You go down a little drop, right? It's because you're dying. You're going down a short stop, drop, and then you suddenly stop on the right. It's a short drop, sudden stop. And in the movie Pirates of the Caribbean, in the beginning, when I forgot his name, the colonel or whatever he's talking to his future bride because that's disgusting but and she's little right she's like 10 13 years old yeah and they're talking about pirates blah 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 blah, because she wants to know about pirates and he says it ends up in a short short drop and a sudden stop miss swan and there's your disney um fact of the day guys you're welcome thank you amy I love no, you. No, a lot of people don't get that reference. That's I didn't get like, that reference. Thank you. You're welcome. You're adorable. Anyway, R&R. um, R and R, R. You know, our pirates' favorite place to eat. 
Arr and arr. What did pirate? What or what did the pirate do on vacation? He got a little arr and arr. Anyway, um, my class was as usual far ahead of me on the tour, and when we stopped in front of the cells with our backs to them to listen to the tour guide tell us about some of the prisoners held there, a few of my biggest tormentors seemed to have gotten bored with the lesson, and one of them elbowed back. Sh- elbowed back sharply hitting me just below the ribs and knocking me down i was a small oh my kid gosh. and into the cell i was in front of i was in front of of course the teachers noticed none of this dumb they put dumb bitch in there um and i was <laughs> left to struggle to regain my breath and after um i felt something breathing beside me <gasps> naturally i froze i was a child i was only just getting over the fear of the dark and there's something breathing beside me when i'm alone in this cell winded and unable to move or even scream in terror the breathing continued i could feel a cold chill getting closer and closer to my face i struggled my way to my feet in time for the group to move towards the stairwell that goes part the after mentioned gallows i made great effort to actually stick with the group this time because i was freaked out for a moment i managed to convince myself i was imagining it and if it wasn't at least if i wasn't at least maybe the thing breathing on me was confined to his cell but as we stopped in front of the gallows for the guide to tell us about them i felt a chill on my back and neck i remember very clearly the feeling of the hair's there were jump that were jumping to attention to this feeling of invasion not only was something in my bubble of personal comfort space but i was per the usual at the very back of the group with no one physically no one physically standing behind me and Dude. that was the straw that broke the camel's back i screamed i jumped i knocked several people over feeling down falling down the stairs into fleeing down the stairs into the housing part of the hostel naturally no one believed and i got to be known as a spaz for the rest of the two years i was at that school (laughs) i never felt chilling breath again but for two weeks after i felt my eye i felt eyes on me i was never really alone and on top of it, I've always been a sleep talker. Why, just the other night, my fiance told me I randomly burst out laughing hysterically in my sleep before rolling oh, over no. and being silent again. And my mom was one of those moms that would have nightmares about terrible things happening to her children and wake up and come and sit in their room and watch them sleep. I'm 21 now, and she still does this when I visit her. Oh, my mom, My mom would usually laugh at my sleep talk sitting often sitting often one time i appeared to be talking in a new language and when asked i replied i'm talking to the yum yum people for those weeks after the prison tour she informed me recently when we were talking about it that my usual cute funny sleep talk was replaced by growls and erratic disjointed words about death and ropes dude sorry that was a really long one (laughs) That's crazy, though. Yeah. Um. He someone commented on his story, and then he told some uh, has another comment. And here's his other comment. He said, "I personally haven't been back, but a but a youth group I was a part of did the haunted walk tour, and one of the counselors said he felt uneasy, like something 
was following him and my grandmother had done a tour with some friends and she said that when she stepped into one of the cells just to look she physically felt something press against her throat and windpipe for a moment before she stepped back out of the cell. So not exactly gung-ho about re-entering this place, but maybe I'll yeah. get my fiancé to do the haunted walk with me this year. Um, okay. Another Bro. Reddit user. I know. Um, no choking. Crazy. Not cool. Not into that. Anyway, no. um... <laughs> I'm a major skeptic, so I don't know if these are necessarily ghostly encounters, but certainly strange. It's a toss-up. Once in the dead of winter, in the middle of the night, when the hostel was empty, every knife in the kitchen went missing. And I think this person works there. Um, went missing, but promptly returned around 5 a.m. Another time... Bizarre. A group of meth addicts snuck into the death row, and when oh, I went to check, they all rushed out at me. They looked terrified. It was the middle of the night, and it was so dark. They were super quiet, and I was shining my flashlight in each cell to make sure it was empty. And once I got to the cell, they were in, and the light hit them. They freaked out and ran. And I still get chills <laughs> thinking about this. <laughs> I, that makes me think of um, what's that movie with Will Smith, The Apocalypse. I am legend. legend. I am yeah. It makes me think of whenever you go into like mm -hmm. one of those dark rooms and you shine the light and they're like, <laughs> sorry. Anyway, <laughs> those things freaked me out. I had nightmares about those. I saw that movie right. so many times in theaters. I I I think I saw it twice in theaters. It was so good. They did so yeah, good. Yeah, I saw that. it like seven times. I loved it. Oh my god, it was it was yeah. really good. I just All kept right. finding people that wanted to go see, and I'd be like, I'll go with you. I could go with me? <laughs> All <laughs> right. Um, I'm almost done. Another Reddit user said, again, I'm a bit of a – oh, this is the same person. Again, I'm a bit of a skeptic, but there have been lots of weird things. I've seen – I haven't seen anything, but I often hear stuff, sometimes voices, whistling, etc. But when when I'm locked – in the wing, which is death row. Hopefully mm -hmm. I'm not crazy, but other staff have had, have had similar experiences. We constantly live with that creepy feeling like someone's watching you or something right in the corner of your eye. It's similar to when you are in a super old house and the atmosphere is incredibly eerie and hasn't gone away and it hasn't gone away in three years. Dude, and that's crazy. The, the, yeah, I know. The last Reddit says... My favorite ghost stories are repost reports from guests. I often have to march around looking brave, armed with the flashlight in order to calm them down so they can sleep. Children and people with mental issues were also admitted and died here. People mentioned yeah. seeing child ghosts, which is the most creepy for me. Guests mm -hmm. also constantly report waking up in the middle of of the night to a man sitting at their bed reading a bible they describe him as looking like patrick whalen sometimes they see him walking around the building and alleged psychic has said that most of the undead inhabitants are cool with the people who work here but there's only one who is really pissed at us uh oh. cell doors locking on their own often locking people in we used to let people stay like for that. free if they could make it through the night on death row. But because the doors often lock on their own, it became a hazard. The creepy thing is that <laughs> most of the locks have been taken off 
of the doors and this continues to happen. Alternatively, I've closed an entire block of cell doors only to find them all open 10 minutes later. Oh, that's so weird. I know. I know. I, I, yeah. Um, so as of today, the jail is still being used as a hostel. Um, you can go and check it out. You can stay there. Um, and they also have tours for like historical purposes and I believe haunted tours. Uh, although I did see something about them closing. So I'm not sure if the haunted tours are done or not, but um, yeah, that, that was sounds the, like fun. I know the Ottawa jail in Ontario, Canada. I yeah, said, I am. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I would want there? to stay there. Yeah, I'm done. I would want to stay there. But on the other hand, like, the fact that it's a hostel, I'm, I don't, I don't feel comfortable in a hostel. Like, I don't know. Maybe if it was like a huge group of people. I, I'm sorry. I meant, are you going to stop there? Oh, no. On your way. It's on the other side. I think uh, Ontario is on the other side. I don't know anything about Canada. I'm, I, I think it's on the other side because I looked because I was trying to look in areas that we were going to be in, but yeah. I didn't see anything that like screamed at me totally <laughs> caught my eye <laughs> i did see that like the hall of fame there but it was only like one ghost so i was like eh, it's not enough for me yeah oh that's lame yeah you need more than that yep make it worth your while you know yeah Quit that was a good one thank me. you you're welcome glad you liked it yours is good too sorry this is a fun episode guys i wasn't yelling at you um next week we will have an episode um but it is going to be an unconventional episode so stay tuned for that um yes i will be traveling just so you guys know like we're not we're not being slackers nope Bree I'll be is, traveling it's just until a busy the twelfth. Time in our, it's a busy season in our lives, yeah. you guys. Yeah, and Amy's trying to help um, plan a wedding. So, yeah, not plan and a I wedding, my but sisters, you know, I got I'm busy, and it feels like my husband's never home anymore. So I have to really step up and like be more attentive to things. So he's just traveling the world. Anyways, we can all be cool like him. Sorry, yes, no, we cannot. Um, I guess we have to almost die in order to be that cool. Uh, <laughs> you know the song. I went skydiving. I went Rocky Mountain climbing. climbing. That's okay. what happens. So, <laughs> so my neighborhood stories is she's talking about. Uh, I kind of just like took a clip because it was a long post um oh, she's okay. talking about her neighbor that was like super nice to her i've tried to thank him multiple times but the last time i brought him cookies as a thank you for blowing your leaves he would only open the door crack took the cookie tin dumped the cookies into his hand handed back the tin and quickly shut the door now i would leave <laughs> now i just leave thank you cards in his mailbox i'm guessing he's either bored has an obsession with yard maintenance or is just trying to be nice to the young couple next door, but really hates social interactions. <laughs> Josh. <laughs> Husband. I just love is this you. I just love 
I love that he took the cookie tin, dumped the cookies into his hand because he could not be bothered to return the cookie tin afterwards. It's like next level to putting tater tots in your pocket. <laughs> thanks. Bye. Okay, thanks. <laughs> At least it wasn't like noodles or something. We're going to get someone just knocked on my door. So I think I have to go um, check us out on all of our social medias. And have you checked in on the neighbors? What's with the neighbors? <laughs> Bree and Amy. Bree and Amy out. Out. What's with the neighbors? Say hi to your cats for us. Don't get dead. <laughs> Safe travels.